Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy romance and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Delicious coffee elixir of life. How the hell are you guys? Today is Thursday, May 12th. It's um fairly warm. I mean coolish warm here in Santa Fe and overcast this morning and it's not windy. So I'm out here in the great barber for once in a straight on shot because I don't have the rising sun in my face. <sighs> it was really nice to wake up to a little bit of moisture in the air and the uh, little bit of cloudiness stillness is supposed to be windy today but maybe after this it's going to back off although I see mid next week is looking windy again. I'm going to move my plants outside this weekend. I I know that this is something if you have listened to this podcast for a long time the moving my plants outside is always a uh, uh, an event it's a deal you guys and I've left it long this year because I didn't want them to get battered by the wind but I think I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, there's one that I hesitate to move out to the front porch with this monkey tree that's really great and it'll get torn up by the wind but then the leaves grow back so I don't know I shouldn't obsess. So um things things something rustling nearby. What could it be a mouse? There are a lot of rodents again this year. Yeah so I I made good progress on the on the book yesterday. Um I'm still not done with this revision it's still going slowly but on um Tuesday I made it through 47 pages and yesterday I made it through 41 which so that's going considerably faster than I was. I've also been adding a lot of words uh I've added well so far for this revision I've cut almost 2000 words and I've added um I was trying to figure out what the actual ad was. Well I've gone up a net of nearly 4000. 42 pages to go so theoretically I should finish the revision today. I did not mean to hit that excuse me. We do not need to open a zoom conference. So I've got writer coffee today but otherwise I hope to get through that revision and get add those remaining words at least with this revision something happened that I was hoping would happen in that my overall word count revised down. Uh, it's not going to be 102,000 it's going to be like a 98,000 which I mean I realize that it may sound immaterial if it's like 95,000 98,000 102,000 but I mean it's a difference of a couple of days of how long it takes me to write it. So 
Um, I think 98,000 is probably going to be spot on. Glad for all of you who are excited about the four epilogues. I'm excited about the four epilogues. And then we shall, um, yeah, get this one out there. So speaking of getting books out there, I had kind of an exciting, exciting slash daunting event yesterday. Uh, Congratulations are in order because I got the rights reverted to all 10 of my Karina press books, 10 books, people. It feels like the end of an era. Um, Karina press was the first to publish me. Well, almost, um, lucid and Laura's cave each published one smallish thing for me. I did petals and thorns with lucid. Um, and then the, the vampire books, my vampire books in, um, with Alora's cave and, and I ended up doing feeding the vampire with, uh, Alora's cave because they wanted petals and thorns and there was communication problem and lucid had already taken it, but those were all smallish books um, more smallish presses. Whereas we had such high hopes for Karina back in the day, cause it was, um, Harlequin's digital imprint. We thought we were going to get like the whole Harlequin marketing machine behind it. Some things manifested other things. Didn't, um, Karina was, I, I loved working with Karina. I really did. And I still love the people at Karina. I learned a lot there. They were great. They were great to me. Angela James, you know, started out running, uh, Karina press came over from Sam Hain books, which they did pronounce Sam Hain. I asked the uh, owner once, uh, you know, there's just a lot of history there. It was a really heady time. You know, it was around, um, the, around 2008, 2009. And it's just funny to look back on. Yeah. So 10 books, 10 books I did with Karina will be mine now. I know I will make more money on them selling them myself. So that's great. Uh, however, this is, uh, leading to a bit of angst. It's like, I have to do covers (laughs) for 10 fucking books, people. I'm tempted. Maybe I'll package some of them. I don't know. I need to like figure out the smart way to do this. Some of them are smaller, um, contemporary BDSM novellas. In fact, seven of the 10 are contemporary BDSM and which is like not full on my brand right now. So I have to figure out how I want to do this. It requires thinking and planning and marketing savvy. And I'm not feeling really equal to the task at the moment. And then the three that are fantasy romance, my covenant of thorns trilogy. I'm going to have to make up my mind about that because do I, do I fix them? I'm tempted to fix them. At least the first one there. uh, 
I know I'm so I'm almost inarticulate about this because I go back and forth right it's like do I because Roke's Pond the first book in Covenant of Thorns was the first novel I ever wrote and I revised it multiple times and I can see the ways now that it is flawed. Some people love it. I don't get many people loving it the way that I used to uh, but that could be because of Karina and I know that I can recover rebrand remarket you you know it's so funny because like the the bargain with the faking kind of thing is such a big deal in Kindle Unlimited right now in fantasy romance that's what that's what these books are they're about a scientist who ends up in fairy and makes a bargain with this uh fay rogue and as usual and this is sort of my my blessing and my curse I was I was kind of ahead of my time on this stuff but also my fairy my land of fairy my fae are all um more alien and weird than what many people are writing these days and I think I mentioned this on here before but I saw someone tweeting about reading it and they didn't tag me I, I don't remember why I picked it up I think maybe it came up under because I like I have a search for my name and uh, somebody said they were picking them up and we're all excited and then she didn't enjoy it she said um, that she felt like she'd gotten whiplash between uh, the whimsy and the darkness and I don't know maybe that's my brand I feel like this is the spot I live in but I'm wondering if I should go through and smooth it out also there is this section of the book that's very very dark that is stuff that I did not want to write I wanted it to be there only in flashback and my editor really pushed me um like three times I ended up like right she kept writing more and more and more and so I ended up writing this whole scene and I know that that's something that people really react to very strongly because it is ugly it's meant to be ugly but I never meant it to be on page so I'm really tempted to go in and take that out um frankly I'm you know like on the other end of the spectrum I'm tempted to go through and rip the whole thing apart and redo it which no I know I can't do that I won't do that and so then the other extreme is not to touch them at all and just take the files put them up have done but I still have to pay for covers covers for 10 books four of the books are novellas that um, are my facets of passion series and those are um, sapphire platinum ruby and five golden rings and five golden rings was supposed to be called Oro but Angie James thought that no one would get Oro which means gold and and it takes place in Mexico and it was in a holiday anthology so what do you think do I keep the name the same do I change it I'm tempted to put it back so many things so many decisions you guys I know that this is a champagne problem I know this is a good problem to have I I bitched in one place on a forum and I think uh, and really I only got hearts which I think was like good problems to have Jeffy 
I have 10 books that I can release. <sighs> yeah. So then the other three, I guess I, I didn't say the other three are my um, falling under books, which are full length contemporary BDSM novels. And so one way to approach this is to put up the ones that have sold the best, right? And it's definitely those books, those books. I I'm actually surprised they reverted the rights to me on those books because they, um, they, they still continue to sell pretty well, but I mean, I might just try to set up a deal where I have like a release every 30 days on Amazon, right? Just keep the uh, momentum going along with my other books I'm releasing. I do have a um, reserved spot with my cover artist Raven for the rest of the year and probably we'll just keep doing it that way. I can always cancel but I can get her going on these covers and they're not horribly expensive. They're not what other people pay you know like for other stuff but it's still a financial investment right? Oh, gray magic is live. Okay. So now all three bonds of magic books are live in audiobook. I just got the message last night. So I need to um, get those going. For some reason ACX put the second book in erotica and I don't know why and I asked them to change it once and they haven't done it. Uh, I feel like it should be in the same categories as book one. So I'm going to have to deal with that more businessy things, right? Business business. So that's good news. It's it's like that eh, but it, it really is good news. But it did make me think and I even made this note the other day and then forgot to oh no I think I made it later in the day on Tuesday but you know one thing about earning your living as an author which we talk about that it's the dream. And I did think that this was funny um, a few weeks ago on the SFF seven where I blog one of the other writers said that because we said um, are you a full time writer? Is it your dream? If you are you know like how do you do the finances and so forth and one of the (laughs) writers said that they are absolutely a full time writer that they've always been a full time writer and just because they have a day job doesn't mean that they're not a full-time writer. (sighs) You know and it's like okay but you're you're kind of mincing words here. This isn't what we're talking about. When we say full-time writer it means it does mean a few different things right and and people want to be able to claim it because it's like some kind of badge of honor which I don't think it should be because being a full-time writer I think means that you don't have another job that you don't have any kind of day job uh, or you know most of us have like side gigs of teaching or other things but not salaried not consistent income. Um, that's what I think it means but just because you're a full time writer does not mean that you are supporting yourself with your writing and that's 
really the dream, right? That's what we want is like this to have the career where you support yourself as a writer. Uh, a lot of writers are subsidized by a salaried benefited spouse, which is no shame. I mean, that's, that's great. Uh, and I wish I had that <laughs> because it would be much, it, it's just a lot more security. It's much easier because the thing about it is that yes, this is the dream that you don't have another job that you get to write full time. But you know, the thing is, is it is a fair amount of pressure that, you know, just like I'm feeling with finishing this book where, you know, like I really want to get it so that I get that money from Amazon, you know, 30 days earlier, right? If I get this book out by the end of May, then I'll get that money by the end of July. And I'm looking ahead to my finances later in the year. And it's like, I need to have a certain amount of money coming in every month so that I can keep us afloat. And, you know, it's one of those things where I think a lot of us think that earning, being a full-time writer, supporting ourselves as a writer means that we've made it, that we've gotten there. And as I've talked about many times, making it is an illusion, right? That's, there is no made it there, you know, unless you really hit the jackpot as a writer where you make a whole slew of money enough so that you never have to worry about it again, then you're always hustling. You're always looking towards that new book to releasing those new books. Uh, just like I'm talking about with my reverted rights books, you know, getting that, you know, packaging them and getting them ready to go. <clears throat> so it's just something to consider because I think a lot of us think if you, and I certainly did for a very long time, like I had my number in my mind when I still had my full-time career type job, I thought, well, once I make enough money from my books to be equivalent to, and I two milestones, right? For my salary, what I was making as an environmental consultant, which was admittedly a high bar. They paid me well, which was wonderful of them. And then if I figured in like the value of my benefits and I thought, well, you know, like if I could get into that area, then I'll be fine. Right. Cause I'll be bringing in enough money from the books to be equivalent to my salary. But the thing is, is even though you're bringing enough money from the books at one time, doesn't mean that you will continue to do so because it waxes and wanes and things go in and out of fashion. That's another thing with my covenant of thorns books is I admit to a fair amount of insecurity about whether these books are really good enough and whether people will like them or if I should retire them. <laughs> of course, that's the eternal insecurity of the author, right? So, um, yeah. That's where I'm at. I, I really feel like I need to hire someone to do promo for me to do, to be a publicist. And maybe I need to circle back to that. Cause the one person I tried to contact, they never got back to me. Oh, well, so, um, yeah, I'm gonna go get this podcast up and then go out and have, um, we still call it writer coffee. Although one of the guys wants to call it writer brunch. Cause we do sit there for a couple of hours and eat. So I'm going to a new to me place in Santa Fe, not new to Santa Fe. Cause it's been here since the mid seventies apparently. And I don't think I've ever been there. Uh, one of the other guys suggested, it, and I was like, huh, 
never been there. Looking forward to it. So I'm going to do that. And I hope you all have a wonderful Thursday. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.